Hello and welcome everyone to yet another episode at the Indie Football Podcast. And today, like many of the other episodes we have doing, we have been doing in recent times, we have with us yet another football fan, football passionate viewer, and we he also happens to have a very active Instagram page which is known as Talk Football HD. Thank you, Zeeshan, bhai, for doing this. Please tell us how how have you been doing. How do you feel about? I mean, if anyone just goes through your social media, he'll know you are a Barca fan. But you also put up about different things. Just tell us all a a bit about yourself. Ah, uh, thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be over here. You guys are doing very good. Ah, uh, a lot of people have been already over here. So I hope that my contribution would also mean something for your podcast. Ah, uh, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you for the invite, guys. Um, about the Instagram page, yes. Ah. Uh, as people already know that you are a barca fan and it goes without saying you because whatever you do it kind of reflects about the team that you follow it's in your veins it's in your passion you sleep you eat you repeat and you follow barcelona with all your passion but then at here at tfhd we tend to follow the whole of football because when we started this it was not about a single club and now when we look back ourselves we have got almost around 95000 subscribers on our youtube channel and we have been covering football about every single club so i have been doing this full time i've got a team with me who helps me doing this and uh, nothing could have been achieved individually so i'm backed by my friends who help me in day to day uh thanks making the videos regularly every single day we bring out content and even upon our instagram page we are trying to be active over there as you just said so it has not been a very smooth ride yet bumpy one but still the you know the whole journey has been terrific and uh, looking forward to this uh, podcast guys i mean wow these are some not only insane numbers but also insane amount of love that you have been and i'm sure it is the love the probably passion and the just an enthusiasm that all of us share in this panel and speaking about everyone in our panel we of course have our anukarsh bhai anukarsh sir how are you i am doing great man and uh, of course as usual it's a pleasure hosting it with you and uh, i mean uh, if i look at it like you know just listening to zishan bhai and uh, the numbers he has been crunching and you know it goes to show how football as a sport has really uh, started you know doing so well in the country and fans are finally channelizing their energy and uh, you know creating uh, these sort of pages creating these sort of uh, communicating to the uh, other fans all over the country and how the sport is you know really finally starting to grow into shape and uh, finally you know uh, uh, it, everything starting to come in a very concrete manner and uh, how we as a footballing nation is growing uh, with just uh, like zishan bhai who is you know uh, so much avid uh, so much of an avid supporter and someone who has really contributed to the industry and of course it's like a huge pleasure doing it and i'm looking forward to hearing more from him and uh, more on the show today Yeah I mean I can't help but you know ask Zishan bhai a bit more on you know the journey that he's had because of course like all of us are fans all of us watch the game all of us stay up all night and you know wait for our favorite team or just even if it's not our favorite team featuring just to watch 90 minutes of football so Zishan bhai please uh, what I'm I'm always very intrigued about people who start something which is not very orthodox if I can say so but just through their consistency and now of course you have uh, as you mentioned you have a team and all but at some point of time what made you think that uh, this is something that i want to do i want to portray i want to put out content or i just want to uh, have something 
to show for what I feel for this sport. You know, uh, you you understand what I'm asking about. Yes, ma'am. Yes, definitely. I always wanted to be a footballer. I've been playing football for like twelve years now, and I I, I always see the game as a player. A lot of uh, people, uh, the pundits, they talk about. through the coach perspective but all i i the, the one thing that is different in my analysis uh, in my perception and approach is to see the game through the player's eyes because i've always been a player i couldn't make it as a player because uh, i didn't maybe didn't try enough or maybe there were there wasn't uh, any suitable situation at that point of time right now it has changed a lot and thanks to uh, the indian football and thanks to everything that uh, the young players can now really join in and step up and pursue their dream of becoming footballer but i couldn't do that so i failed myself once so i couldn't let myself fail again twice so already pursuing masters degree in nit raurkela i had to uh, try this out i already started the channel before joining my uh, masters degree but then when i joined the college so there was this whole gap of 7 months i couldn't just handle both the things you know it was a lot of pressure over there so i kind of gave up on youtube and doing this i had already created like 15 videos but uh, they weren't doing so well but th- but still you know i found that there is a niche and uh, the people in india should actually know about football because wherever i go wherever i meet people there is one thing that i always look towards a conversation and that is about football if they are a football fanatic like me man we just click and vibe so that hit me and when covid happened and everybody was at their home uh, troublesome time so people were trying to make do of what they can you know trying to distract themselves and i thought yeah maybe just uh, it would be great spending 5 6 10 hours of the day uh, shooting a video editing recording and putting it up on youtube rather than spending 10 hours a day watching money heist so that's what i changed yeah absolutely. i actually started to do something that was worthwhile for me and for the whole uh, maybe uh, hel- helping out the people forming a community that uh, we can get together and can talk about football and uh, since then uh, it has been difficult as i've already said it's never has been easy so now when i look back so it is all worthwhile and now i can say that being a full time youtuber doing this as my business starting this out as a passion i don't think so i have failed myself and i want to continue pursuing this every single day I mean, that's कहानी शुरू हुई doi pan who have uh, started like around 5 6 months back and are you know still into our baby steps uh, into into this whole football industry it, it gives us such a so much of an impetus and just you know kind of gives us that motivation to keep on fighting and keep on striving to get better at it because uh, it's stories like these which you know really make you connect and uh, football fans like you which actually uh, tell us to you know Walk the talk, talk even more, and uh, it's great, Dushan Bhai, how you you know are managing it very well. Thank yeah, you. I mean, so what yeah. like what I've got to say on this is like I've uh, I like to be known as someone who uh, edu- I try to educate myself about sports through different things. As far as football is concerned, I started off like you could say people define themselves. Someone who reads a lot of books says I'm a voracious reader. I am a voracious documentary watcher on different kinds of sports. You know, not only cricket, football, also sports that I don't understand. So, but what you what you just pointed out uh, reminds me about how Jose Mourinho, you know, describes himself as someone 
who you know did not uh, probably fulfill his potential as a player but now as a coach starting from porto two decades ago but what mm-hmm. now so you know i uh, i i get those kinds of vibes so yeah definitely but, i'm jose mourinho Yeah, <laughs> quite the Instagram trend also, and but yeah. but I mean slightly off topic over here. But I really hate now that I I have many friends who only know Jose Mourinho because of that Instagram reel. But of uh-huh. course, maybe maybe someday you know if they are lucky, they'll be more enlightened in life. But anyway, we what I wanted to like are uh, this kind of this introduction really a bit a stretch into um, a bit more than what was planned but anyway great knowing the sishan uh, bhai uh, what we planned to talk a bit on on this episode was about the pre season performances of big teams uh, over the last one and a half months we have had three four episodes where people have come up and said and we majorly spoke about transfers and after a point i just couldn't help but think bhai football kab shuru hoga and now that it's here mm-hmm. so i just want to say like let's let's start with barcelona barcelona played real madrid what like 12 hours ago and there was around the 48 minute there was a fight all the i mean club friendlies are meant where all the starting players they do get subbed out all the substitutions come play which is something that i you know totally enjoyed i stayed up all night first watching bayern man city in some arabian commentary youtube channel because they did not have could have called me up there was not available but anyway jishan bhai let's start with you how do you find how do you see barcelona after a rather tumultuous last 2 to 3 seasons yeah uh, well put so after our tumultuous times we finally are getting back on track people like to say that barca are back with every single win we are like barca are back but i beg to differ i deny all of that i don't i don't go with uh, watching every single day and thinking that yeah we are back now so uh, what i'm going to say is ki we are on the move we are doing uh, same business in the transfer market uh, signing lewandowski was a big big statement and we have seen to have hijacked uh, so many deals that chelsea wanted to do so they wanted to sign rafinha we got our hands on him and we signed him and he has turned out to be a blessing and also the signing that was done was uh, like 48 million euros plus 12 million euros in bonus so that was also a nice deal good deal for the brazilian starlet and now he has finally started to show up what he can do for fc barcelona has he has, always has been his dream to play for barcelona and now uh, we are again moving on for jules kunde so definitely defense improvement was the basic core of this transfer window but we haven't improved actually uh, in our defensive areas apart from christiansen but i really want to see that barcelona starts to make some wise signings in terms of center back and full back position because we badly lack in those areas apart from that uh, the whole preseason it has been fine the first game not so much the second game we scored six against inter miami that wasn't that was barely a contest it uh, third game against real madrid actually showed us a lot of our weaknesses and where we are lacking in the movements in the spaces that we failed to cover in uh, in the second half in madrid went on with their holy trident of cruz casemiro modric so they actually took control of the game for a long patch of time and we were not able to uh, compensate on the pitch uh, tackling to their numbers but still when you look at this game it was barely a friendly man el clasico can never ever ever be a friendly because you saw yeah. the passion of the players fighting on the pitch uh, 17 year old gavi going up against uh, 30 year old rudiger not backing down pedri not making chuamini and those tackles flying in uh, rodrigo pushing busquets that's what football is about especially el clasico so it has been great football is finally back and yes definitely we have seen all of these games happening bayern played against manchester city haaland scoring the first goal chelsea not 
doing so well. Arsenal doing really well in the preseason. Uh, so Barcelona, I'm happy about their progress, but then there's more to come. There's more to come, and just this is just the beginning. Yeah, I mean, Anukar sir, he just mentioned Arsenal, Chelsea at the end. But don't you think this is like a man who just eats Barcelona for lunch, breakfast, and dinner? Yeah, man. And honestly, <laughs> it's just not him. Actually, I think even rival fans and fans, you know, who Barcelona are not uh, entirely related to, like suppose a Liverpool fan like me, uh, are very much obsessed with Barcelona. I mean, uh, for someone like me who is, you know. Genuinely has been obsessed with the transfer market for like over a decade now. I mean, uh, you look at it, and I won't even deny like how many times in my head I have like you know just thought about the signings Barcelona have done and the amount of depth they have. I mean, you look at it; they have got midfielders like Kessi, Busquets, Gavi, Pedri, and uh, of course uh, uh, Frankie De Jong, who still might stay. And then you look at the attackers, uh, Depay might leave then, but you have got players like Dembele, Aubameyang, Lewandowski. Uh, you have got uh, Rafinha, who scored a freaking screamer la- yesterday night. Yeah. And uh, of course, then, uh, I mean, then, uh, it was, first of all, in the match between Real and Barcelona, the El Clasico friendly. I don't think it was really a friendly, to be very honest. Yeah. You see, uh, both of the teams started with uh, very started with a very young midfield, except if you take out Sergio Busquets. Uh, Barcelona had Gavi and Pedri in, uh, in midfield. Uh, Real had uh, Valverde uh, uh, and Xiaomeni uh, 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 and also Kamavinga in, in midfield. So it was really good to see uh, the new generation coming along and you know the players performing so well. And uh, I mean, Barcelona really progressing. I mean, as Zeshan uh, Bai said, that you cannot, uh, you know, uh, they really gauge their progress until the season starts. You cannot really say that Barcelona are back, but they are making steps in the right direction. Even uh, being linked with the uh, with uh, Chelsea fullbacks, Aspicaleta and uh, 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 Marcus Alonso, and having uh, brought in Christensen already. Uh, with the talks for uh, with talks and a bit for uh, Jules Kunde imminent. I mean, uh, things are starting to happen. Things are starting to fall into place. The Barcelona of last season, which was buying players like Adama Traore, Luke Dijon, they are not making panic signings anymore. They are doing much smarter business. They are doing business which is much more planned, which uh, you know makes much uh, more sense in the longer term. Which also uh, with also uh, you know respect to the current scenario. And uh, I think it's uh, gonna be one hell of a season when it comes to Spanish teams because both Real and Barcelona. I mean, you could see the passion in the match. How you know uh, you could see Rudiger. Uh, he has this habit of propping up in every sort of tussle <laughs> that happens yeah. in every team he's a part of. And uh, you could see that you know Real and Barcelona are gonna be challenges. Like they've always been challenges, but they are gonna be serious, serious challenges for anything and everything this season. Because they have got a, they are they, like both of them. They are like much more complete sides at the moment, and teams that are start that have really come into their own. Because Barcelona, Barcelona and Real of like say 2014, 15, 16. Uh, that was the time when you know they were uh, like they were actually you know uh, walking the talk. They were uh, yeah. doing justice to their status. And uh, if you look at the sides now, they are starting to come back into those own, uh, into their own, getting those superstar players yet again. And it's going to be one hell of a season uh, when you look at uh, the players they have gotten and the teams they have built. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been a semblance of calmness. But uh, Zishan Bhai, you have always been a Barca fan. Ah, uh, yes, definitely, all my life. 
Yeah. So I mean, at some point now, now as we shift our focus a bit towards the Premier League, Matto towards the Premier <laughs> League teams, and uh, I'll just start off by asking Zeeshan by this: uh, if not Manchester City, which team do you see winning major the majority of the trophies this year at the PL? I have a uh, guess. Well, go ahead, Anukash. No, no, I'm just messing uh, because uh, you know we know the uh, obvious answer. That's why I said it. So yeah, you can yeah. go ahead and give no, your perspective. There's no, no truth, but yeah, Zishan, why go for it? Uh, there, there is one absolute answer, but then this season is going to be a weird one considering the World Cup is coming right in between. So we don't really know what's going to happen in this World Cup season. Maybe a player might get injured, a very important player, and it would really harm the team. But the thing is that the teams that have progressed in this Premier League, they have noticed this factor and they have started to cover all their holes and they have got the backups to every position and you can see the top teams how they are fighting how they are wanting to challenge the premier league and premier league has always been the best league in world football you know the, because of the competition alone and you can see how city has been uh, making the signings and apart from the signings they have made some sensible sale as well selling off mm-hmm. their Woods for about on an average of what 40 million euros and that's a fantastic job uh, signing key players in julian alvarez as well but when you look at the other team, uh, look at uh, Liverpool, how close they were from winning the title and probably completing a quadruple. They just missed out on the Champions League and the Premier League by a minor point and, and, and everything. So, uh, when you talk about the second favourite, uh, I'm still not going to say that Man City is directly the favourite to win it. It's, of course, going to be between uh, Liverpool as well. So, if you keep Manchester City out uh, of this... Uh, I think uh, Liverpool have got a very strong hand in this Premier League. They have made great signing in Darwin Nunez. Although Mane has left, but they do have Luis Diaz, who has been fantastic for, for, for the time that he has been here at Liverpool. And apart from that, the youngs are coming in, the Harvey Elliott and everything. So, they've done a very good job in the transfer market as well. But I believe that they still need to have a midfielder in their ranks. Uh, with the ageing Henderson, I think probably next season, if not this one, they might want to go for Jude Bellingham because that's where their love lies. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, if I stop talking about Liverpool for a minute, I'm actually very excited about uh, watching uh, Arsenal this season. They have, yeah. they have been most in top European leagues. They have made uh, they have uh, made signings worth about one twenty million pounds, and they've got good players, sensible players, and they would Arteta is finally building up his pieces and uh, putting it all together. Although he might not be that experienced of a uh, of a manager, but then when you look at his playing style, the teams the team has he, he has been building the playing style, trying to emulate Pep Guardiola's system, and although not to perfection, but at times it, it is almost similar to that. Uh, the final piece of that puzzle was uh, Gabriel Jesus, because when you look at the passing network in the final third, uh, like I said, it was always the guy who was left out, and apparently they were playing with nine men on the pitch. Uh, so now with Gabriel Jesus much more involved in this team, they look much more complete. He understands the football how Arteta wants to wants it to be played. So they are looking a very good side, but not but but let's not just uh, focus upon them. Spurs have made terrific signings. Not saying that they can both of these clubs can go and win the Premier League because still the challenge is to beat Liverpool and Manchester City first of all. So it's a very exciting times. Uh, although Manchester United seem to be kind of slowly getting over there. I still have confidence in Eric Ten Hag, but still they have to clear about the huge mess about Cristiano Ronaldo, if he's staying or not. We still have to see what will United do and sign. They badly need players in the midfield and in the forward ranks. Uh, so, uh, we'll have to wait and see how the Premier League unfolds. Yeah, I mean, for Anukar, sir, I'm going to put you in a tight spot for once. And just other than Liverpool once, other than Liverpool, whom do you think, you know, are like you feel... You can put your finger on this club and say, yeah, this is the club I'm going to watch closely. 
for the first time ever i have hated you as a co-host they <laughs> 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 but on a serious note uh, see the fact is that i think uh, arsenal is going going to be up the ass of every other premier league team this season no we <laughs> they going to cut this part out but okay I mean, <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll tell why arsenal i think would be the team who is going to uh, do really well and i'm not saying that just because of the match last night it's because they made uh, sen- uh, some really sensible signings i mean uh, getting someone like fabio vieira uh, a really intelligent midfielder a really good striker uh, towards the end of last season and gabriel uh, jesus who has you know really good premier league experience and uh getting a uh, left back in zinchenko i mean uh, i think uh, if uh, arteta can uh, keep his tactics uh, and you know and you know not let the form whimper like last season i think arsenal can really make a difference and arsenal can be the surprise element but then that's what we think about arsenal every season and somehow towards the end of the season they start fl- floundering they start to you know yeah. uh, let their darts down if they can keep up the consistency then i really think arsenal can challenge not maybe for the title but uh, definitely uh, can be a, a big big problem to all the other big teams and uh, i would also say that tottenham have uh, done good business say some really sensible business but again uh, a lot depends on how they can work well as a cohesive unit because antonio conte is one hell of a manager uh, but uh, again like uh, it's going to be uh, down to the wire uh, made be the title or made be the top four days because again manchester united as the shanghai just pointed out is uh, doing really well and uh, you know uh, they have got a manager who brings in that sense of unpredictability that sense yeah. of uh, uh, calm oh, which i have seen in their yeah. season games uh, although they had a draw against aston villa yesterday i really think that uh, they can do well because they again uh, uh if they could like secure someone like frankie de jong or uh, you know with uh, the players they have they can do well uh, if uh, maybe somehow uh, sancho can actually uh, put his pre season form into actual into uh, going to the actual season and uh, again like these uh, teams are the ones i really think uh, who have been the regular challengers all these years and uh, can actually do well this season uh, one surprise element which i would predict for this season would be west ham because they have got it some really good forwards in philip costich and uh, uh, this striker samaka uh, from italy so i think that uh, that's how i look at the premier league season other than the non liverpool uh, english teams so yeah. yeah i mean for arsenal what i've observed and i mean uh, zeshan bhai i keep telling this to everyone who's been on our podcast you know last year i bought arsene wenger's autobiography which happens to be my first or uh, autobiography of a major football personality so i have a soft spot for arsenal but i mean uh, for uh, like this arsenal versus chelsea game that happened like what 18 hours ago in florida cup in or uh, for the florida cup in orlando it just had a vibe to it man arsenal is one of the youngest teams in the premier league in terms of their average age of their squads and from the very first minute there was this sense of impetus there was you know the sense of urgency that i feel is is going to be something that other teams and even for the neutral viewer would be something that they would, they would be ex- excited about and yeah i mean arteta for arteta i'm just happy for him because he was the assistant manager at man city for what a couple of years or more then he has come to arsenal where he shares a sense of you know what this club's means what this club means to the for, uh, supporters and this is where i stop quoting what arsene wenger wrote in his book but still i mean i feel this is <laughs> this is a very overall uh, excitable unit 
but uh, yeah other than and of course there uh, about just this but i i wanted to know that just adding erling haland coming and you know scoring within the first 12 minutes of manchester city i mean if you talk to manchester city right now zeshan bhai i'm sure you know many of them they would be like like this is a 50 goal season bro this is a 40 goal <laughs> season bro so i mean it's it's exciting of course but i mean, not only the short term but where do you see haland in the man city echelons long term as well uh like as in what he means to yeah. the club what he brings to the club that aspect definitely well uh, they have had uh, sergio aguero one of the world's best striker of this generation sergio aguero was a terrific terrific striker a striker that a lot of defenders in this world feared and uh, he used to provide more than scoring goals for this team you know he his movement was very immaculate and the way he linked up with his uh, midfielders his wingers always sacrificing himself for the other players so uh, when he left Pep Guardiola said that he would not be replacing him with uh, another striker. You could never replace Sergio Aguero. I think that he just meant it uh, hypothetically, and that was not a literal <laughs> terms. Uh, th- then they went on to play and win the Premier League without having a proper number nine, and that's Pep Guardiola for you. That's the magical, the super tactical person, and and he lives and breathes football. And whenever you read about Pep Guardiola, you would come to know and understand that this guy, there's a reason why he's bald. so of course it's not uh, thing that he needed erling haland even though erling haland would not have been signed this season i still have said that city are the same old city although they just couldn't do well in the champions league i think uh, that madrid game you know just really opened up uh, for them and they finally understood what they lack in the team it's not that you would fill your team with 11 superstars and you would go on to win the champions league which is much more about wanting the passion and how much can you give give on the pitch and Madrid gave everything on the pitch and they deserve to win it of course but when you look at Erling Haaland being over here scoring his goal in the starting 12 minutes of the game against Bayern Munich winning the eighth winning the first game in seven def- after seven defeats yeah. so uh, it's a big win for Erling Haaland first of all but i think with Haaland the team looks much more complete they have much more different avenues to exploit they kind of have a sense of directness in their in their attacking methods because with Haaland they'll have a guy who would always be running in behind and can you know with players like Kevin De Bruyne and Joao Cancelo providing the balls in behind the defense and for him to run onto and and score those goals that he has been scoring in numbers uh at Salzburg and then at Dortmund so uh, there was talks about how he would fit up number 9 how he would fit in Pep Guardiola but then we are getting ahead of ourselves when you look at Pep Guardiola he was he has always played with strikers in his team he had Zlatan he had uh, uh, Messi playing as a false nine for him he had uh, Robert Lewandowski with him so i think uh, people should just have a bit of a patience when looking at early Haaland's progress is definitely not going to be a 50 goal season for Haaland because it's nearly impossible to score 50 in the premier league because of the pure physical and uh, intense football that the premier league plays but then i'm excited to see uh, what will haland do in this team i think that they've got a great team with jack relish will fold in now mahrez as well uh, good balance and bernardo silva is my guy in manchester city uh, i love him absolutely adore him because he's such a fantastic player and i somewhere hope that he comes and joins barcelona <laughs> i was about to point that out yeah, yeah. i was going to say that he was almost you know going Somewhere. Yeah, right. So it's not going to happen. It's like a hundred million pound deals. But uh, let's see what happens with Frankie. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, City looks like the world's greatest team, and they have been all season four Premier League in five years. Man, this is this is a lot. I mean, Pep Guardiola has literally made this a farmer's league now. 
but I mean, but not, but okay. So, anyway, <laughs> to Zeshan Bhai for taking out the time. It was really nice talking to you about various clubs that also shows us how uh, deeply connected you are not only with your club, but also with the other clubs. So, it's been, as, as Anukar sir keeps saying, it has been always invigorating to meet different people at this podcast. I <laughs> every time we I do this and I had a similarly uh, nice time as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, just uh, before we sign off, I just urge everyone to also go through uh, while you uh, go to the Ishan by Stock Football HD and then see our social media. You might not, uh, you know, very much feel old. It's, it's kind of a downgrade, but still don't forget us to follow us on our social media, which is Indie Football Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Until next time, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Thank you.